This is Everything Homes special segment. Stories needing sharing. Messages that matter from people you need to know about. Heroes, do-gooders, and purpose-driven patriots. Offering tips, solutions, inspiration, and entertainment. They truly are good people, doing good business and good things. Here's your host, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content. Enjoy the show. We're changing gears now, all right? So this is the moment of the show where Michelle actually takes a breath and calms down a little. Because I have two special guests that are going to come in and they're going to kind of take over. But not so much, just what they're going to do. They're the experts, not me. And remember, I ask the kindergarten questions when it comes to faith and religion. So, but I'm learning. I'm getting there. All right. So let's 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 do a little a little singing song. All right, here it is. This is our Joshua moment, part deux. That's part dose. That's part two for anybody who needs the translations. It's our big movement. We started it last. We started it last month, which was, and I can't believe I didn't write it, Dan. I don't have it in my brain. Episode three hundred, where we introduce you to the Joshua moment, which is Joshua one five nine. This is our time, our Joshua moment to save America and ourselves. And again, our saving ourselves means, oh, you're going to get, you're thinking, oh, I'll just be selfish. No, no, no. Saving yourselves for like God and Jesus, right? You got to get in touch. You got you to get to know the guy. Otherwise, he's going to leave you when he comes down and scoops everybody up. And you're like, oh, God wins. God wins all the time. I keep saying God wins. It was driving me nuts. Say God wins. Yeah, well, what about you? Where are you? Are you on the sidelines or are you on the playing field? Because I want to be there high-fiving them. And I want to be at the victory party. I don't want to be in the sidelines and all of a sudden uh, I'm left hanging. And, when, uh, and then there's just, I'm underneath the bleachers with the popcorn containers and then everybody's gone. And I'm, I don't want to be there. I want to be on the field celebrating. So we're in a spiritual war. I've been saying it. Now it, it, you, I think you feel it, right? We talk about it every show. It's time to tighten up the armor and go to battle. Spiritual war armor training starts now. And I encourage you to share this with your friends. Share this, this segment. Share this whole show with your friends, your family. So I've got two special guests. I'm going to do their intros and then I'm going to let the audience give them the round of applause. They're going to say hello. Then I'm going to do the second one. And then uh, uh, I, I need to read the full Joshua moment. They'll let me do that. And then I'm going to let them take it. Lucy's going to start it. And then PG's going to come in. Okay. So, all right, let's do this. Get you, I, mean, I think you need a pen and paper. You're going to take a deep breath because we're shifting the energy of the show. It's all about frequencies, people right? You got this. You got this. It is time to pray, plan, and take action. And remember, you do that every day. That's how you start your day. And you're going to get up an hour earlier. We're talking about sharing your health, but you're going to do that because you need that extra hour. You are the warrior now. And the time to get on the playing field is now. It is time to stand up, speak up, and show up. Again, this is our Joshua moment, Joshua 159. All right. So my first guest, Pastor Greg Young, he's one of our all-stars and hosts of the nationally syndicated chosen generation a radio show heard on 50 stations across the country including the truth network salem radio network no bull radio network and red state radio he oversees 500 i didn't know it was that many pg 500 house churches a bible school 
and an orphanage in Punjab, India. I kept saying that yesterday. I'm like, Punjab, 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 India. PG also serves the United States Air Force. Thank you for your service, my friend. And has, I didn't know that either. It's amazing when you read people's bios. And has been a veteran, I mean, our veteran pastor since I friendly stalked him in February of 2021, which was, can you believe how long ago that was? And I've been dragging him on this show. Audience, a big round of applause for a country loving and serving, faith and freedom fighting, masses motivating people, protecting, child saving, Bible preaching, radio show host and common sense cap wearing, God sharing, scripture preaching, patriotic pastor. <laughs> PG's in the house. How are you? PG is in the house. <laughs> I am what? here and I'm bam. Thank you. Okay. What an incredible introduction. You're incredible. I have to meet that guy I mean, one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's that man? And is he single? What's going on, right? Who so is I, that I mean, guy? Who is that Anybody. Guy? Let's put it this way, PJ. Anybody that puts up with me <clears throat> off the air with even phone calls and texts deserves an intro like that. So thank you for being so patient as you guys have all gotten me to the point that I'm at. Which, like I said, our journey started in February of 2021 together, which was quite some time ago. Yeah. So I uh, I yeah. appreciate everything that you've done for me and for the show um, on and off the air. All right. So well, you're you're ready. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. intro. I'm going to intro Lucy, and then I am okay. after she she comes on. Then I'm going to read Joshua one five nine, and the reason I'm going to read the whole thing is because. How many times they mentioned be strong and courageous, don't be afraid, and there's business advice in here, right? Because we always want to bring together the business life and community because it's the three legs of the stool of life, people, and you need to be balanced in all of them, and they all matter. They all matter. So, um, and this is what the whole Save My Freedom movement is all about. Save My Freedom, your personal, financial, uh, professional, spiritual faith, freedom, right? Your religious freedom, those things got ripped right out of you. All right, let me do this. I'm going to bring on Lucy. I'm leaving you live. I'm leaving you live, and then I'm gonna bring her on. Then okay. I'm gonna read the Joshua, and then we're gonna go. We're gonna go for it. All right, here we go. So my uh, second guest that is coming in to help anchor the remainder of the show today for our Joshua moment part deux, part two, part dos. Lucy DeGrazia, she's a professionally trained musician with extensive experience performing with numerous symphonies and orchestras, an active and loud advocate for homeschooling. Five kids, people. Five kids, all homeschooled, and they're more advanced than their indoctrination center public school peers. I've met them. They really are. They're much smarter, more talented because uh, they didn't go to public school. Maybe it was also because their mom's pretty good at homeschooling because she's pretty smart. She's also an America First Pro Freedom Precinct Committeeman in LD3 with me and my personal faith advisor. In 2020, she ran for the Scottsdale Unified School District Board, and her campaign was sabotaged by those rhinos, the elected, selected elite establishment who love the trans, the CRT, the FDL, and SCE or the CSE, it doesn't matter. Anything with three letters is bad. They didn't believe her warning, but after the brain surgeons figured out Lucy was correctamundo, guess what they did? They came back crawling and asked her to step in if they were able to recall the board. Mm-hmm. She just voted right and supported the right candidate the first time. She's currently the worship leader at the Hope of the Valley Assemblies in Tempe, the most amazing faith warrior I've ever met, and the inspiration behind our Joshua moment. Audience, a big round of applause. For a God and country loving, people protecting, faith bombing, demon kicking, freedom spreading, music making, faith leading, homeschooling, child saving, Jesus preaching, Bible teaching, Satan slayer, and nuclear honey badger. (laughs) 
I think wow. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, so just, yeah. just drop the mic right there and I'm going home. Thank you very much, everybody. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to get a sound effect for the drop the mic. You know, I, I, need, I need a nice, I got to get a thud one. I'll get a thud one and we'll add that to the queue, which I think the couple songs that are still in the queue are the ones I asked for you to sing at the church, which are permanently in the queue. Not cool. That is very uncool. Lucy DeGrazia, my personal faith advisor. Thank you so much for that participation. Are you, are you ready to do this? Are you ready to do oh, this? Ready to shoot out of a cannon. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, I am going to read. I'm going to read Joshua 159, which is the whole basis of our Joshua moment. This is our time to save America and ourselves. You've got to stand up, speak up, and show up. And I also want you all to join us in the Save My Freedom movement. If you go to the Take Action tab, everythinghomeaboutus.com, literally all the information that you can imagine to start your day to get the inf- all the stuff that you need is there. Now, you're going to join the newsletter. It says it right there, Save My Freedom movement. You're going to join the meetup group we have a weekly one that we're doing in, in, on the virtual, on the Zoom, on the Zoom. I know the platform, it's Chinese, whatever, but they want to come get you. They're going to come get you anyway. They're going to get your information. They, they, they can get it. They, they don't, you don't have to be sneaky anymore. They're going to come get you if they want to. Uh, and then um, all the information about it is there. I'm telling you, it's going to be the most amazing thing that you're ever going to be a part of because this is how we win powers in the numbers. So we're putting in all the legwork, putting in the money. We're putting in the time. We just need you to show up. All right, so the Joshua moment. Here's Joshua moment, uh, one, five, nine. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, or I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. That's twice. This is why I'm reading it. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. I think he meant the politicians, the left and the right, because it's a uniparty. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Everything. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and be and succeed in all you do. That's twice. Succeed in all you do. This is my command. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. That's three times. Do not be afraid. Oh, 365 times in the Bible. Or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. It is time now to throw on. Those the warrior, we got to put on the armor, and now we need the, we need the material from the two experts. So Lucy, I will let you take it from here. You're gonna throw it to Pastor PG, and we're gonna go see what happens. I can awesome. take a breath now. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, you can take a breath now, and it's really interesting because you know, be strong and courageous, and and you know, go out there. And, and what does it say? Oh. Study and meditate on my word, and then you will succeed. And that's exactly what most Christians aren't doing. And uh, interesting, Michelle, I was looking in the Barna, the Barna uh, polls, which are polls of Christians, and, uh, and 95% of Americans claim to be Christian, okay? But out of that 95% who claim to be Christian, only 9% of American adults believe that the Bible is completely accurate and that Satan is a real being. They don't believe the devil is real. They think it's an idea. And, um, and I think this is where we're really going wrong because our churches are preaching heaven, 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 and they're not preaching hell. So there's no fear of God. 
And if there's no fear of God, why do we fear hell? What's all this about anyway? Meanwhile, we've got demons running around everywhere, okay? So we have 95% of Americans say they're Christians, yet we elect child raping, pedophiles, baby killers, freedom haters, gender-changing atheists to lead us in government. And then we want God to heal our land when God says, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm the one who's going to do this for you if, if you're obedient to me, right? But I blame our churches, Pastor, and I, I need you to help out here because I, I've been sitting in churches out here in Arizona for 16 years. And, uh, you know, I've been a worship leader my whole life, and I've been in, you know, in, in, in music ministry. And I hear sermons like this. Uh, I hear sermons, uh, Isaiah 118, though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, I will make them white as wool. See, God loves you so much. But they don't read like Isaiah, you know, 10 through 17, <laughs> right? And so there's like, no consequence. And so I feel like here we are. We've got 62 million dead babies. We're fighting to keep Roe v. Wade alive. Uh, we call ourselves Christians, but we like Trump in the White House. And Michelle mentioned my hat. I wear a hat that says Jesus is my Savior. Trump is my president. And those two names get me in trouble. Like, you cannot believe. And I think, okay, so... What do you not like on my hat? Do you not like Jesus or you don't like Trump? And most of the time they'll say, oh, I'm okay with the Jesus part. It's the Trump part I don't like. And I go, all right, you're okay with the Jesus part, but you want to kill babies, you want to have pedophiles, you want to rape children, you want to – I mean, none of this makes any sense to me. So, Pastor Greg, (laughs) I want to throw this at you to maybe strengthen frustrated believers like me who feel like – are we crazy for talking about the evil that's all around us? And maybe we need to wake up to this and learn our Holy Spirit power that, that, that Jesus says, I'm giving you this authority to crush snakes and scorpions. And yet we don't even believe that it's real. So thank you, pastor. (laughs) No, listen, uh, can I say amen? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing when, when they read John chapter three, uh, they, they love, uh, John three sixteen for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. <clears throat> but they don't like the part for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. They like that, but that the world might be saved. And then verse 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he has mm. not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Now, wait, now that's a problem. Yeah. Because in Barna's research, and George is a great guy, he's a friend of mine, uh, and, and actually it's, it's even worse because now it's about 70 to 75% of Americans that claim Christianity. But even of that, only 6% of that 70 to 75, 6% of them actually have what would be considered a biblical worldview. 
that they believe that there is a heaven and a hell, that they believe that there is a God and that there is a Satan, that they believe that only through Jesus Christ are you saved, that they believe that there is absolute truth and that they believe in the inerrant word of God. And this becomes a problem. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. I just was saying it, it truly well, is a remnant, it, right? Well, and then Only verse 19 of John chapter 3 says, and this is the condemnation. Now, remember, earlier it said they're not condemned, but this is the condemnation. That light is come into the world, and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Here's the problem. The problem we have is, is that, number one, Jesus said, and, and folks, because we're doing this in a, in, a, in a study form, so you can write this down. In Matthew 4, verse 17, Jesus, it says, began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, Lucy, Pastor, I don't know about you. Say, because I think a lot yeah. of Christians don't understand what re- that word actually means. Can you go into detail about that? So which, you, you want to talk about repent? Yeah, because I think it's a, it's a word, you know, we, we, you know, we live in a world of tweets and, and weird English now, right? And I think repent, sure. people do not understand what it really means. So re- repent literally means to to completely turn away from what you were doing. It's a it's yeah. it's it's a 180 degree turn away, but but there's more to it because it also means a literal change of the inner man. We are born in sin. We are born with a sin nature. And one of the fallacies that's talked about is the idea that, well, but, you know, man's nature is good. Scripture says that man's nature isn't good. In fact, again, going back to John chapter 3 that I was just reading, it says, and this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Look, when you're a kid, you don't want to be caught doing something wrong. That doesn't mean you're not doing something wrong. It just means you don't want to be caught. You don't want anybody to tell you that you're doing something wrong. That's why there's a lot of this running around saying, well, you know, Jesus never judged. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Jesus didn't judge? Well, then why did he say to begin his ministry, repent? He judged everyone. And he said, you all need to repent. And another piece that's missed in that is the second half, and he said the kingdom of heaven is at hand. 
Not I'm bringing it the second time when I come. I have brought it with me now. It's here now. And the question is, do you want to be a citizen of that kingdom or not? Yeah. Will you choose life, which is in my kingdom, or will you choose death, which is in all the others? And then what happens is, is then the people say, well, okay, so I guess what that really means, what he's really trying to say to me is, is he's trying to say to me, uh, I'm, I'm supposed to, I don't know, ignore everything else that's going on because I'm not a part of this world. Well, no, you are because the kingdom of heaven has invaded this world. Yes. And we are responsible to advance that kingdom in this world. Right, and defend the faith, and that's what I never see is is defend the faith when you know when when people like me you know are defending the faith and oh well you're a hellmonger you're you know you're all fire and brimstone <laughs> no I'm really not I just love you so much that I I need to tell you these things that you you haven't been hearing sitting in your church. And and it's weird, Pastor, because we're in this weird place where, you know, I'm hearing people are, well, I'm not going to church. You know, the pastors aren't really preaching anything. I don't need to go to church. And I think that's even worse because then we're not fellowshipping together. We're not we're not gathering together, so we're not taking care of each other. We're staying isolated from each other. So I feel like Satan is going to win. He's he's winning when we go to church because he's he's got pastors who are watering down messages and not giving us both sides. They're giving us all the heaven, but none of the consequence. And so then the people who are seeing it are going, well, I don't want to go if they're not preaching truth, so I just won't go at all. And so here we, you know, here we are. And I, and I would go, okay, well, don't go to church, but are you doing a home church? Are you, are you gathering in your home? What are you doing? Or are you just throwing your hands up saying, well, we can't trust the pastors. We don't know what's true. Uh, and that's what I'm hearing a lot of now. It's like a falling away because, well, we don't know anything that's true. And now I'm hearing that, you know, the Bibles have been changed and this and that and the other thing. And I'm like, well, Romans 8:28. I mean, God can change anything to good, right, for, for those who are called according to his purpose. So answer the call and study his word. That's the sword. Know it. Don't rely on another human. What does God tell us? Trust no human. So study it. Learn it. Memorize it. Like, Michelle, it's right in there. You're Joshua. Learn it, meditate on it, study it. This is what God's people, if you are truly calling yourself a Christian, a follower of Jesus, then you have no choice than to put your armor on and sharpen your sword. Last thing you want to do is go out with no knife or go out with a knife that's dull. If you don't know the word, how did Jesus respond to Satan? In Matthew, what is it, Matthew chapter 4, I think, right? When he meets Satan, the temptation all comes from Satan takes God's word, distorts it, waters it down and twists it, and then Jesus goes, yeah, no, you're wrong. This is what it says. 
right? And I feel like Jesus showed us right there in those temptations, this is how you deal with the evil, and look at how it will go. Resist the devil and he will flee. Well, what's our sword to resist the devil? We need to know the word of God. We can't depend on our pastors once a week on Sunday who are serving the government or their their whatever curse they're under from their Freemason heritage, and they're literally giving us one side. They're cherry-picking, and our people don't know about witchcraft, don't know about anything. And what is the revelation? It says in the last days, what's the end times prophecy? The rise of pharmacaea, sorcery, witchcraft. Aren't we there? Aren't we there? Look at our, and yet God's people are running to get that vaccine. Oh, 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 oh I'm gonna, God gave us the vaccine. Really? You really believe that? So, yeah, I think we just need to strengthen Christians to do your own work. You want to come home from work at night? And turn on your mind control box that's going to take you farther and farther and farther away from truth and away from God. Instead of doing that, shut the mind control off and open up the book and read because it's our roadmap from Genesis chapter 1 to the end of the Revelation. It's our roadmap and it's our peace and it's our strength and it's everything we need it's our food it's our water it's our our cure for illness it's everything and in god's people if you're 95 percent or 75 percent saying that you're a christian and it's time to put your your faith where your mouth is because the only way god is going to heal our land you can run around and you can vote until the cows come home but you see what happens to our vote, okay? We can't do this. We can vote. We can go out there. We can stand out there. We can yell and scream. We can say, no, I don't want a Sharpie marker. We can say, yeah, no, Trump won 2020. What does it matter? Only God can restore us. Only God can heal this land. So if you're really serious about the republic and you're really serious about the prosperity of your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, well, that's from God. Then return, repent, 180, stop what you're doing. Walk away from the Starbucks. Get out of the yoga classes. This is all pagan. God says, look, I'm bringing you into the land. Don't imitate the pagans that are in there. Instead, destroy them, crush them, get them out of there. And no, we go, yeah, no, I like my Starbucks. I'm going to yoga on Sunday morning. I'm going to do my poses and worship whatever I'm worshiping. It's no big deal. Yeah, I'm a Christian. It, may, it means nothing. There's no fear because there's no, there's no consequence because nobody believes in the hell. But they're going to be seeing the hell. Right, Michelle? It, everything, everything is about to fall apart, and God's people are going to be lost. And they're going to be scrambling, and they're going to grab onto what? Antichrist. Right, because that's exactly what 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 says they're going to be under the great deception. So, like, I'm glad and I'm grateful for you, Michelle, that you're doing these segments, and for you, Pastor, that you're bold and courageous and willing to speak these truths. Hell is real. Satan is a person. He's a being. Okay, he's all throughout the Bible, from Genesis chapter three to the end of Revelation. We, there's, there's talk about Satan, hell, demons. 
and yet we want to live in a world where that doesn't exist. Well, then we're saying, God, we, we only want what, what you have to give us that, that we want. We want to cherry pick from God. And I don't think oh, it's me, going to work out well yeah, let for me, us. <laughs> let me jump in and say this, too. Yeah. The, 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 the good news that they think that they're sharing, folks, it's, it's not good news when you're not telling people how they get free. What you're doing is is we're creating little clubs where where certain sins are okay, but God forbid that somebody come in with a sin that's not a part of the club that we've accepted as sin is okay. And we don't teach how to get free from it. And I think the problem, you talk about the different, you know, Bible versions, and Michelle and I have talked about this before, this goes back to the 1960s. This goes back to mm-hmm. how did people avoid going and fighting communism in Southeast Asia by either a religious exemption or an academic exemption. And the religious exemptions are the people who took over the seminaries in the 60s, and the academic exemptions went to those that took over our universities. And if you'll look... It's the late 60s and the early 70s is when all the different versions started springing up. In addition to that, they revived the Alexandrian perversion and they revived Westcott Hort. Westcott Hort in the late 1800s, these guys were essentially run out for being heretics, for having attempted to present a, a, a brand new version of a Greek dictionary. They made up the definition for the words. They created their own version of translation. And that has been the attack. That's why there was all this assault on the King James Version, on how that came about, on where it came from, on Textus Receptus, it was all about trying to discredit so that now, 50 years later, they can say what you said, Lucy, which is, well, how can we trust any of these versions? None of them are trustworthy, so we're just all taking our best shot at it and making our best guess. Yeah. And that's what they've done. I Back in the early 2000s, I was telling my church in California, I said, I'm telling you right now, the next area that they're going to focus on trying to get you confused about is biblical translation because mm-hmm. they need you to believe there's no such thing as absolute truth. And Barna's research clearly shows that the majority of Christians don't believe that there's any such thing as absolute truth. You were talking about the vain philosophies of men, Lucy. Colossians 2, Paul writes it. He says, as ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the Mm. tradition of men after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. For in him 
dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him. Do you know what that word complete means? Complete. Whole. Perfect. Whole. No longer fragmented. Okay? The repent is to turn 180, but it is also to allow that old nature to be crucified with Christ. It was hung on the cross. It died. We're like we're like Peter Pan going into Wendy's bedroom window, carrying a shadow and saying, sew this thing back on. The thing that people yeah. are trying to sew back on is their dead sin nature. Yeah. The word of God says that you have been circumcised with hands not made of flesh. He's talking about that nature that causes you to stumble and fall. We actually have been given through Christ that gift. It says, for in him, verse 9 of Colossians 2, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power in whom also you are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. So in other words, all of that stuff, Lucy, that we're talking about, all of that sin nature, all of the stuff where we're being told that we have fallen short, and that is a fact, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But guess what? We as believers in Christ carry with us the good news. We've got the solution. You don't have to keep swimming in your sin. You don't have to fall and then, oh, I fell and now i got to try to get up and I'm not going to make it and because I'm just a sinner saved by grace. No, you're not. You're not at an AA meeting where you're going to stand up in every meeting and say, hi, I'm Bob and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Knock it off. Right. You're not. You are a saved, bought with the price of the blood of Christ, and the sin has been washed away. Yes, cleaned, whiter than snow, but let's talk about what happened and what is done when Christ impacts you, when he encounters you. Galatians 2.20, I think, is one of the most powerful verses in Scripture because it, it, it is the declaration that you need to remind yourself of every day. I am crucified with Christ. Amen. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Hebrews 11.6 says that without faith it's impossible to please him. So what did God do to seal that so that you can please him? He gifted you with the gift of the faith of the Son of God. Amen. When you confess your sins, 1 John 1, 9, he is just and righteous to forgive us our sins and cleanse us. Now, 
does it say cleanse us from some unrighteousness, Lucy? No, all. It, exactly. Just and righteous to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So why are we running around talking about how, well, I know, but I'm still a sinner and I'm just trying to get there. Paul says, no, lay hold of that for which Christ has already laid hold of for you. Grab a hold of it. Start acting like it matters to get a hold of this. Start acting like it matters because it does. You mentioned it. You know, the Word of God says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. We think prayer and supplication are the same thing. They're not. He wasn't being redundant. That word supplication literally means to put yourself in the mindset of someone who is in the desert, who has not had a a drop of water for 24 hours and is parched and and desperately desperately like your life depends on it you need water yeah being anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication let your requests be made known to God. Pleading. You are, yeah. folks, without Jesus Christ in your life, you are destitute. You may not realize it. You may think that somehow you are in are unaffected by this. I promise you, you're not unaffected by it. You are destitute without Jesus Christ in your life. Destitute. Yeah. And now I want to I want to ask you one more thing because I've been seeing this a lot, especially lately, and I see it as I see it as a, again a demonic presence within our churches. Um, a lot of messages I watch sermons online. I watch a lot of you know a lot of pastors to see what's going on, what what churches are saying, what pastors are saying, and I'm noticing uh, we're getting a lot of messages on love, 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 love right now, and I feel like. We're in a season of war, and I'm, I'm like Ecclesiastes, right? Where's the time for war? There's a time for peace. There's a time for love. There's a time for hate. And I feel like we're getting these messages that is love, 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 but it's not, you know, we're getting a human sense of love in these messages. You know, we need to lay down for our enemies. We need to, we need, right? And 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 it's taking away the um, the desire to want to stand against, everything that's going on. So, you know, love, 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 love. And then before you know it, we're, well, yeah, we, you know, we really love our LGBT um, neighbors so much that we're going to marry them in our church, right? And it's like it, we're loving these people straight to hell and, and you know, to try to talk to anybody about, like, what God's agape love really looks like. That, well, they don't really want that. They don't want to hear about, you know, well, why God, why God sacrificed Jesus, what, you know. And I feel like we're being, again, sheep led to slaughter. We're being led astray with this, we don't need to do anything. Hey, you know what? Politics is politics. We don't need to, don't worry about it. You know, as long as you love God and love others. He takes care of it. Don't worry, you know, don't worry about it. Just, you know, cast your vote in November, whatever. It's no big deal. 
Well, it's going to be a big deal when you're starving and in a concentration camp and, and now you're actually being led to slaughter because you had a Bible in your home, right? Now it's a big deal all of a sudden. So maybe we want to stand up for God now and defend the faith now while we still have a voice to do it. Um, but I feel like a lot of the messages are, nope, don't use your voice. Just get in the back of the line. You know, the first will be last, the last will be first. I get that. But right now we're in war. So can you walk us through that so that, you know, I feel like some of us are in, like I tell Michelle, I feel like some of us are like the Navy SEALs for God. Like we're willing to stand out there and put our lives and, and liberty and everything on the line to secure the freedoms that God gave us for our future generations. And then there's these, these backline people going, Hey, we're not strong enough to be uh, Navy SEALs, but we're kind of jealous that you are. So we want you off the front lines. And I, I feel that there's a pull in, you know, in the Christian community. Um, and I know I'm not alone because I talk to other frontline warriors like me and it is a, it, there's a disconnect with this. No, 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 no. Love, 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 love. Don't, don't fight. Don't do anything. You know, just God will take care of it. God wants the Republic. Yeah, I get that. But God will also answer our cries, right? Second Chronicles seven fourteen. So can you, can you elaborate on that a little bit, Pastor, please? What we need to understand, again, goes back to when we started talking about the kingdom of heaven being at hand. And the reality that, you know, there, there, are, there are two very unique nations that many of us have been privileged to be living during their existence. In 19, hang on. In 19, the 1930s, when Hitler was gathering up Jews, there were many Jewish people who fled trying to get away. And many of them ended up on the shores here in America. And because America was choosing to stay out of the war and saying this isn't our problem and we don't have anything to do with this and we don't want to get involved and we, we, we don't want to do, we don't want to, this, this is Europe's problem. This isn't our problem. We took those Jews as they got off the ship. We put them into holding yards and then we put them back on ships and we shipped them back to Europe to be exterminated by Hitler. Wow. I don't know how many of y'all knew that, but that's what we did. Wow. And we did that because we didn't want to get involved. Yeah. We also did that because the Jews didn't have a nation to go to. In 1948, that was changed, and now we have Israel. In the 1700s, actually in the 1600s, when the pilgrims came here, and if you heard about a 1619 project, throw that thing in the garbage and burn it. In the 1600s, when the pilgrims came here, they fled religious persecution. And on the Mayflower, they made a compact stating that they had come to these lands to advance the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. When our founders fought 
the American Revolution, and by the way, here's another thing to throw into your history hat. It was the American Revolution that ultimately led to William Wilberforce's victory over slavery in the United Kingdom. In fact, Wilberforce was nearly brought up on charges of treason for speaking against slavery because in the United Kingdom, the American Revolution was aligned with the abolition of slavery movement. A lot of people don't know that, but it was. Yeah. Yeah. Our founders founded this nation understanding that our rights were given to them by God, life, mm-hmm. liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Not, not even what John Locke said. John Locke said those things and that they were a concept. They were a, they were a conception. Yes, they came from God, but they still had to be given to us by someone or by something. No, our founders nope. believed that we were created with those inside of us, given to us by him. They were the very essence of the breath that we breathe. And they yep. still are to this day. And so America was created with religious freedom as a bedrock of its founding. Christianity—it's—it's what we were—it's what we were founded on, and for all of its history, America has been the place that Christians came to when they were being persecuted wherever they were in the world. They came here to be free. That's right. They came and here to, to be free. 1620, they were being persecuted in England because yep. the Church of England was watering down the faith, and they wanted to keep it pure. And so they were being persecuted. So when they came here, they got labeled the Puritans because they were keeping the faith from being infiltrated from any kind of witchcraft or false teaching just like we were warned in, in Jude, and just like Paul warns us, look, the false teachers are already here. And those, that little group of Puritans in 1620, those, are, those were God's people. And that's, you know, everybody wants to go to 1776. 1776 would not have happened if it was not for that group of 1620 Puritans who came here and kept the faith pure. Well, the revivalist preachers of the 1750s, the revivalist preachers of the 1750s who were calling this country back to repentance. Yeah, that was the impetus. And and they and part, you know, what part of the repentance was for? It was for the fact that in, in the 1620s, when you're talking about the Puritans that came over here because the king of England decided to declare himself to be God. Yeah. They were saying, the preachers from the pulpits were saying to the people in those pulpits, you know, a hundred years ago, people came to these shores because there was a man in England who called himself a god speaking for God. 
And today, you bow down to him, and our challenge to you today is to answer this question. Who is your king? Who's the king of your soul? Is it Jesus or is it George? Who's the king of your soul? Americans need to answer that question today. Who's the king of your soul? Is it Jesus or is it the usurpers that sit in Washington and in the state's capitals across this nation who have pretended and have taken over and believed themselves to be gods? Who will you serve? I know, as for me and my house, I made this decision many, many years ago. I laid my life down for my daughter five years ago, and when I could still only use but one hand, I went back on the radio again to proclaim that this land is God's land, and I will not be silent. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And and I watched your testimony of your your saving your daughter's life and I I was when I when I finished watching it I was white as a ghost and I went out into the kitchen and my we had to go out for milk and my fifteen year old daughter with a learner's permit goes, Can I drive? And I went, No <laughs> <laughs> That, that that man pulled across the highway in his truck and stopped, uh, oh. causing us to hit him at 55 miles an hour. He literally pulled oh. across the highway because he was an older man who didn't know where the end of the driveway was and wow. stopped his truck in front of us. Wow. Yeah. Just amazing. It was it was so amazing to see your testimony and how how... God just brought you through that so mightily. I mean, it was humbling. <laughs> it really was. Because I got hit, as Michelle likes to say, I got squished by a car in 2019. I was a pedestrian, and, and a woman just drove up behind me and, like, smushed me in between my car and hers. And um, oh and I had about a year of, you know, intense therapy and stuff. I didn't have anything broken, thank God. Um, but I really felt that it was God's angels that protected me. I knew that I had that I had that protection around me because uh, it should have been a lot worse than it was. <laughs> and uh, after seeing your testimony, it's pretty clear that God's got a serious purpose for you. So I'm very grateful to you and to Michelle um, for introducing me to you. Um, and I really, I'm so grateful for today. Me too. Me too. Folks, the, yeah. at the end, let me just, because I know Michelle, yeah. action is so critically important. So listen, I, I, I want to encourage you folks to do this, please, every day when you wake up. Make Galatians 2.20 a declaration for how you'll begin your day. Amen. Remember what Christ did for you, and you'll walk in that authority. And then, number two, walk in that authority. Remember that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of wickedness in high places. So start by taking 
your authority in Christ over break, curses, spells, ties, marks, vows, seals, contracts, and assignments. Break them every day in the power of the blood, the cross, the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus Christ of Nazareth who came in the flesh. Break them every single day and then replace them with the blessings in the favor of God and then act on what you've just declared. Do something every single day to change your environment. Do something every single day. I don't care if it's even how you greet somebody in the grocery store. Do something every day to change the environment around you. If there's something you see on the news and you say, man, that shouldn't be the law, call your senator. Your senators should know your name. Your congressmen should know your name. Your representatives should know your name. And if they won't take your calls anymore, well, good. (laughs) Find another one to replace them that will. Amen. <laughs> All right. So, I, I I I've been quiet for too long. I'm I'm crawling out of my skin. Um, it's a good thing I love you both so much. It's just a good thing I love you both so much. We love you too. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I know it was so, really hard. Um, I'm so grateful for you. <laughs> you know it was it was it was killing me, right? It was killing me, Smalls. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it was actually, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I'm joking around. I actually can be quiet when I need to, believe it or not. I was taking notes. Of course, I have my pen and paper here, my common sense cap on, and I'm taking notes. So two things, and then uh, you probably both have other things to do, like have a life, and you need to go. So um, one, as PG recognized, I do love to take action items. And Lucy talked about it during two of her segments that she uh, did her uh, soapbox on, which was a good, these are good soapboxes, people. These aren't uh, Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey kind of uh, uh, <laughs> soapboxes. These are ones that matter. Okay. These are ones like messages that matter, people you need to know about. That's what we've got here today. Why now is all of this so relevant and important for people to, to actually, uh, as I say, stand up, show up, speak up, but actually you know, read the Bible and have their own coming to Jesus, like literally. It used to be figuratively, but it's like literally. Why is it, and like I said, Lucy, you touched on a few points, and this is where probably most pastors don't talk about it, because it's current events and things that you're kind of putting the puzzle pieces together, and you're connect, as they say, connecting the dots. You know what I mean? They love to say connecting Mm -hmm. the dots. I just say it's, it's common sense, and then watching what's happening, and then actually making personal observations when you're out in the real world, having conversations with people. And I'm talking about the, the trends in current events and what you're seeing on television. And, and you're seeing just crazy, I'm going to say it, crazy-ass shit happening in this country and even on television and even in conversations and in schools and stuff that you're just like, I don't even know what they're, I don't understand what that means. Because they're changing words, changing definitions, changing everything that it wasn't, wasn't this crazy a year ago. Take the COVID thing out, the fake COVID thing out. Take that out. So all of the stuff that's going on. You know, it, and you you can feel it, this de, this demonic push, right? You know, so whether it's the, the white hats or black hats or whatever you want to call it. So um, 
why is it now? Like this is it. This is, as I said, when I was talking to Dr. Cordy, this is the bottom of the ninth. This is, this is kind of the end of the line. We are literally teetering, yes, on the freedom part and all the different things that are happening. But from a, a religious standpoint, from a faith standpoint, about why is it so important for people to actually do this now if, if based on what, I mean, I see it. I, and I think what's going to happen, and, and I'll let you take this, Lucy, to start, because I, 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 you'll, you'll phrase it better than I. People think I'm nuts. Um, but I really think there is a, a whole other level uh, that's going to be coming to the, to this world and this planet, and, in, and you need to be prepared for it. Stuff that you've never heard of, seen. I mean, it's, what is it in the Revelation? No plural. Revelation. No plural. Um, mm. So take it, take it, kind of from there as to why this is, but it, this is go time, and more so than ever before, because all the forces, you know, the perfect storm is all layering every time you turn yeah. around. Because there is. So you're just walking around going, this is, this is, this is, I don't, I've never seen anything like this before. Just even what you you see on the collapse of everything. Yeah. And you're, you hit the nail on the head because you said, you know, it's, it's in the air. It's like, there's a feeling, it's the atmosphere, right? It's changing. We can feel, right? Well, well, what, what is, like Pastor said, Ephesians 6, we're not fighting flesh and blood. It's the powers and principalities, the prince of the power of the air, right? So, yeah, we can feel it. We can feel the evil because it's around us. That's what's going on, right? So just the way we can feel the evil, you can also bring the good. Heaven is here within us, right? The Holy Spirit in us can defeat the evil. And this is what I'm trying to you know, get people to their Holy Spirit. We've quenched and grieved the spirit that's inside of us with all of the things of the world. We want the world. We want the world. We want our Starbucks. We want our pagan, and we quench and grieve the spirit within us. And they go, we don't have power over these demons. We can't fight these demons. Now these demons have gotten so big, they're in the frequencies. I mean, they're in the the 5G. If you notice, all the 5G went up right during the lockdowns. And it was all deliberate because You know, if you look biblically, every move of God, how did God create the world? He spoke it. Everything is God's voice. God speaks his voices thunder, right? His voice, it creates earthquakes. When Jesus rose Lazarus Lazarus from the dead, he spoke over him. Our voices are frequencies. So our voices, God says, sing, shout out to me, right? Sing praises. The angels sing in heaven. Because our frequencies is what matches God. We're perfectly balanced. Through Jesus, our frequencies are perfectly balanced. Our frequencies are off in this world because of the fall of Adam. So, so now with technology, they really have our frequency disrupted. And they can literally take us away. So we have our pineal gland, right, that, that's called our third eye, our God gland, right? And so what have they been trying to do for, what, 75 years? Calcify it with fluoride so that we won't have a desire for our, our creator go around like zombies. And now, well, that didn't really work because we caught on to it, and it didn't calcify as quickly, and they have all the mind control. But now they've created the 5G. I don't know. I don't even think it came from human technology. But we got the 5G, and it will wreak havoc on the human body. If you've been looking into what 5G will actually do. It's not faster internet. It has nothing to do with faster internet. There's actually no difference between the speed of 4G to 5G internet. 
that's the big lie from the pit of hell. So, yeah, the 5G, I believe, is there to literally dismantle our frequencies and take us away from God. And the only one who can who can keep our frequencies connected through the blood, through his sacrificial blood, is Jesus. We are covered in his blood. We are Our frequencies are protected and they will be aligned. And that's just my personal um, belief because I, I study the Bible and I see every time God moves, it's through his voice. We can't, you know, it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God, right? We wouldn't be able to stand in front of God. We would just disintegrate. It's Jesus who gives us that that ability because he aligns us. Um, and that's why Jesus is, you know, he's He's the savior of the world, guys. You've just got to, you got to get your minds around God sent him to save you. Not to save you so you could go out and continue in your your worldly sin and do whatever you want to do and live la vida loca. He saved you to get to heaven, to live eternally with God. That's what we were created for. We were created to be in relationship with God. And because of our one-man fall, we're kind of stuck here in this limbo place. But God loves us so much. He's given us everything we need. He gave us Jesus, and he gave us this book with all the instructions and the maps and everything, and yet we want to just drive around, you know, blamelessly, uh, uh, you know, with with no direction and think we're all good. Um, And then we expect God to fix everything for us. Well, you know, God, we want our our Roe v. Wade. We want to be able to kill our babies if we want to kill our babies, and we still want you to bless our land. So come on, God, give us everything. No, it doesn't work that way. And until you're reading his his words, and, you know, I mean, like right here in Isaiah chapter 3, Jerusalem will stumble, Judah will fall. Because they speak out against the Lord and refuse to obey him, they provoke him to his face, right? The very look on their faces gives them away. They display their sin like the people of Sodom. They don't even try to hide it. They're doomed. They brought destruction upon themselves. Isn't that us right now? We're kind of doomed. Without Jesus, we're doomed. We bring destruction upon ourselves. Like, Pastor, you said it, we love the darkness. Without Jesus, we, we, def- we default. We want to be in the dark. So you need Jesus because you don't want to be in the dark. And uh, everything's against us now, Michelle. I don't have to tell you. And you feel the atmosphere changing because that's what it is. It's not a person. It's the atmosphere. It's the prince of the power of the air who's controlling anybody who is not connected to Jesus right now. So so if Jesus is not your Savior, beg him, be involved, be with Jesus only. Ask him in. Ask him to be the Savior of your life, your soul king. That's it. It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. They managed, they managed to shut us down, too. You know this, this whole this whole pandemic lockdown. This was to test and see mm-hmm. how how on. impotent had the church become. Mm-hmm. How impotent had the church become? Because in every other time in America's history, times of war, times of famine, the Great Depression. Every other time in America's history, 
the place that never closed, the place that was always full, the place where people looked for and got and received hope, the thing that germinated and created revivals in our country. The bad times, the challenging things, it was the church that always stepped up. In this pandemic, it was the churches that were the first ones to bow down and close their doors. And in fact, you would hear pastors who would say, well, we must if it, the Christian thing to do is to close the church. Yep. Mm-hmm. Heard it over and over. If you yep. love if yep. you love your neighbor, you'll close your church. Unbelievable. I was talking to someone just a couple of days ago and they were saying, Yeah, our 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 pastor uh, you know, they well, it was Dr. Sherry Tenpenny was talking to me. She I was on her program last week. And she was saying, you know, she loves her minister, loves her pastor, and he and he and he didn't close per se, but you know, he oh, but he got hate mail, he got all kinds of things, mm-hmm. you know, about you know, and so on. So it was a dry run; they shut us down. But here's something else that's interesting, and this is in Second Timothy chapter three, and it says in verse five. Having a form, well, yeah, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. The church has a form of godliness, but it is denied the power of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. It is denied the power of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that's why it's become weak and impotent. And then it goes on to say, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Mm. We got so many people that are running around and they read and read and read and read and read all day long. But unless the Spirit of God is in it and is in you, you can't understand the book. Yeah. So pray for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Pray for the Holy Spirit to fill you up to give you eyes to see and ears to hear. Part of John 3, Jesus is talking to Nicodemus, who's one, supposed to be one of the teachers, and he talks yeah. to him, and then he talks later to the Sadducees and the Pharisees. He says, look, if I, if I teach you these things in the natural, if I give it to you in, in something you can lay your hands on and touch, and you don't get it, how in the world are you going to get it when I try to explain it to you in the realm of the spirit? Mm. If you can't get it when I set it in your hand and you can hold it, how are you ever going to get it 
when I show it to you in the realm of the spirit. Right. You're the blind leading the blind. Yeah. Hmm. Shut up tombs with nothing but dead bones on the inside. Yeah. Man, the prophet was pretty smart when he said, Lord, I, I don't I don't know how those bones are going to come back to life. Yeah. But I know you know, and if you'll tell me what to say, I believe they'll come back to life. Mm-hmm. So what I just said, folks, I don't know how those bones are going to come back to life. But God, I know you know. And I mm-hmm. know that if you'll tell me If you'll instruct me what to say, I will be obedient and I will say what you say to say. And then I know those bones will come back to life. Amen. Okay. So there you have it, everybody. Pretty clear, pretty laid out for you, like uh, an hour of uh, spiritual war armor training on what you need to do, why you need to do it, and how you need to do it. And, and as uh, PG said, he wants you to start because you're going to get up an hour early, right? Because you got to you, you got to pack all this stuff in, right? Because well, you can give up your Facebook time. We can we can check that off the box, off the list. So you're going to start with Galatians two twenty, right? Your declaration on how you're going to begin your day. And then you're going to act on what you declared. Right? So you're setting that, you're, you're praying and you're planning, and then you're going to be taking your action. Um, but one more thing that I want you both to comment on, because you started the segment out on repenting. And Lucy brought up a great point, and we've talked about this before off air, that most people don't really know what that means. PG came in and said it's something that you, and you guys actually have the same definition, so I don't know if you're reading the same uh, uh, talking points <laughs> card that you got from the somewhere because you actually I have written both of you have literally yeah, it's called I, the I write, Bible. yeah apparently there's this magical book the that everybody keeps talking about yeah everybody keeps talking about this magical book and I don't know what it is it's like a treasured map and, and it gives you all of these like great things you know and there's quotes in there that are pretty awesome I thought they were from movies uh but it's um it, it, it's amazing because you guys literally said the same thing because I wrote it down when you had mentioned it, Lucy, and then he said it. And I looked at the two pieces of paper that are not anywhere near each other, and they're the exact same sentence, completely turn away from what you were doing. Um, so what what advice do you want? Because you got to do that first. Everyone says, you got to repent, repent, repent. So we told them how to start their day. We gave them all the information in this segment to uh, tune up and tighten up that armor because you're going to need it out there. Again, yeah. again, hairy, scary. How do we do the repenting? Well, Give me a, a great, easy, quick way to do uh, way to do this to get started because okay. you got to so get in the groove. Hit, Pastor hit the nail on the head. I think the first and foremost thing that you need to do is you need to ask for the Holy Spirit fire within you. Ask for the for the Holy Spirit to be ignited, to be alive inside you. Um, and, and, you know, and you do that with your acceptance of Jesus and you get the Holy Spirit and then God will open your eyes. True. I mean, you can read the Bible as a lay person and yeah, it's great. There's a lot of, you know, good things in there, but it's not speaking because God speaks to the heart. 
So you could read the Bible with a head knowledge and never really understand. But if you ask God in to change, you created me a clean heart, oh, God. So you, you empty out, and then God will refill. Because you can't leave it empty, right? If you empty out all your bad stuff, okay, I'm, I'm going to get rid of all my sin. I'm going to repent for all my sin. I'm not going to do it anymore. Well, then your house is all clean. But the Bible says, you know, it, you can cast out your demons, but if, if they see the clean house, they're going to come back with seven more. So you have to fill it up with good stuff. So you get rid of your, your, your bad and you fill it with God's goodness, his Holy Spirit. And, um, and the repentance is, I'm, I'm not going to live this way anymore. God. I'm going to live for you. I've, I've been walking in my own way. I've been in control of my life. I've been doing my thing, my truth, me too, my way. I'm stopping all that now because I know I'm, it's not about me. It's about you, God. And so it's literally a complete stop, turn around, that 180. I think the, the Hebrew term was teshuva, turn around and head back in the other direction because that's where Jesus is, right? So you're literally stopping everything you're doing, but you can't do it on your own. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go on the 10-day diet and I'm going to lose 20 pounds. No, you have no control over it. That's why you rely on Jesus and his Holy Spirit power. He leads you. So, you know, people go, oh, you know, I've got to stop all my bad. Yeah, you're, you're not going to want to do your bad habits anymore. It's, it's amazing when you submit your life to Jesus and you say, I am yours, Jesus. You, you're going to lead my life here. It's an, all of a sudden, like, you don't want to watch the stuff you've been watching your whole life. You don't want to, you don't even want to kind of hang around with the people you've been hanging around with. And that's really weird because now you're like in a disconnect with your friends because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're different now, right? But again, it's in, the, it's in the roadmap here because the Bible says, you know, don't worry, your friends are going to see you. They're going to think you're crazy, right? They're going to turn on you when, you when you follow Jesus. And don't worry about it because maybe they'll see Jesus through you and they'll wind up turning to Jesus, right? So that's the, the, the good thing is they'll see your light. Maybe they'll want to come to Jesus. But it's, 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 I'm done. I can't do this on my own. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. This life is not, it's a lie. But with Jesus, then it's like he shows you exactly what it's about. So you have, you have life in Jesus. Now you're not just groping through the dark. You have light. You have purpose. You, you know who you are, and it changes everything about the way you think about the way, right? So you wrap your mind around all things good, all things, right? And the fruits of the Spirit just start to naturally come as you're praying and worshiping, and the Holy Spirit is filling you every single day. It's just beautiful, and it's kind of it's supernatural, so you can't really easily put it into words, but it is the only way to live because, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We're literally in the valley of the shadow of death right now. Leave your house. Is anything good? You go out to the store. Everybody's in a mask. Everybody's feared. The looks in their eyes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The stock market's crashing. Food prices. This, that, and You could go crazy. But then you have, when you follow Jesus, you have this, this unexplainable peace. It's like, yeah, the whole world is crashing down around me, but I got the peace of the Lord. And I know he is in control over all things. And I just need to be obedient and love my God. And it just makes life a lot easier. It makes it harder in some ways, but it makes it a lot easier to follow Jesus. So, yeah, you just have to stop living your own way. <laughs> stop thinking that you're your own God and recognize that God is God and turn around 
and recognize who is God and who is king of your soul. You're not king of your soul. And to me, that's repentance. So, Pastor, you can take it from there and clean it up. <laughs> I, no, I think I think you did that beautifully. And, and, mm-hmm. and you know, I know we we talk about sometimes we hear the word grace, and we may misunderstand even what that is about. That is a a Greek word that's charis. And and this is the definition that I love about it, and it is so perfectly in line with repent because charis is the merciful kindness by which God, exerting his holy influence upon souls, turns them to Christ, keeps, Mm. strengthens, increases them in Christian faith, knowledge, affection, and kindles them to the exercise of the Christian virtues. I love that definition. By grace, are you saved? Yes, by grace I am saved. Because I am saved because God exerts his holy influence on my soul and turns me 180 degrees away from my selfish soulish desires and towards his son Jesus and then he holds on to me and he won't let me go and he pours into me faith and knowledge and an affection to exercise Christian virtue Beautiful. It's pretty powerful thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, okay. Pastor, you have that clip. Michelle, do you happen to have it? What clip? You know, Pastor's, his little ad that he plays that I screen recorded that I listen to like every hour on the hour. <laughs> no, I didn't. I forgot to upload it. Oh, but it's on my phone. Oh, Is it on my phone? <laughs> it, it, yeah, you think it on my phone? I don't know, you right. might. But I took it from your show, Pastor, and I screen recorded it on my phone, and I literally play it as my mantra. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't wow. put it into the queue. I didn't, no, it's, it's a great... It's, literally it's the one you emailed everything. to me, PG. You're correct. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I believe. I believe. Yes. Yes. That yes. one. And I play it over and over again because you, in that little clip, you say everything that needs to be said. In two minutes, it's like... From soup to nuts, you've got it all. And it's so perfect and so beautiful. Yeah, I play it for people. I send it to people. I play it, like, multiple times a day just so I can hear it. It's really good. Thank you for that. (laughs) All glory to God. That's what yeah. that's what started all this. Is her and I were talking, and then I'm like, no, he's on the air right now. So then I sent her the link, and then all of a sudden you you were talking. I think it was uh, just after the... um, the brief for the, uh, the the brief about the abortion leaked out, and then um, mm-hmm. you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, then all of a sudden, you played that commercial, and uh, Lucy fell in love. And I was like, Oh, okay, all right, well, I get it, I get oh, it. This is cool. Is <laughs> <laughs> <It was> what? <laughs> so that's when I said, You got to send it to me. Yeah, but I just didn't. I didn't down. I didn't upload it into the queue. And if I, uh, it, it's impossible to find it on my phone. There's because there's hundreds of. Yeah. Text messages and emails. There's no way I can find it. I have to go okay, to the well, computer. 
We're going to do this again, so it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. So, yeah. okay, wow, that was pretty powerful stuff. Um, and the timing is is impeccable. Um, you both are amazing. I want to thank you both so much. I'm, I'm proud of you for what – and this is off the cuff. I, for people that are listening, there was not any pl- really planning. I They just knew – they both knew that what my stance is with the whole Joshua moment because Lucy helped birth that with me. And then um, <laughs> she uh, – <laughs> And then, you know, they, they, they know what this whole platform is all about, getting people to take action and to to basically uh, uh, get more involved in your own personal life, obviously, but um, in, in your community and because we're losing our country and losing our freedoms, which means you're going to lose a hell of a lot more. Uh, and, it, and the timing is now. So they knew and they and this is what they did. That, and I said, we're just going to go version two, part de, right? Part dudes, part dos. And um we're doing the spiritual war armor training because these people need to know why they need to really get serious about this, why they need to get on the field and what they need in order to uh, tighten up that armor to go to battle because this spiritual war between good and evil is going to go to the next level. Uh, as we've talked about before, I think pretty soon here, you're going to start seeing stuff they haven't seen before. I mean, like, whoa, you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I better get into that book real quick. So um, this, uh, and then this is what they did. I, that's all I told them. And boom, they just went like I wound them up and then just let them loose. So that's, uh, that's it is amazing. It's chosengenerationradio.com is where you can listen. I believe that's five days a week, PG, right? Isn't that what you're doing on all like these 5,000 yeah, stations that you're on? Uh, five, five, five days a week. We're on five days a week, and you can get it all at the website, ChuddenGenerationRadio.com, and I'm on live 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. if you want to watch me. Uh, yeah, you know, I kind of do the, uh, the, the camera in the studio bit, and then I have my guests up either by picture or, or live, and uh, so you can actually, you know, watch me do what I do. Yeah, live in action. And then Lucy, yeah. I'm trying to drag her in to do some live mm-hmm. stuff with me, part of our Save My Freedom movement. And she's uh, I'm working on her. It'll take time. It'll take a little time. But I think I can push her over. I hope, I hope this segment got our little <laughs> little taste of it so we can get her more active in, <laughs> out and about there because I need that, that faith advisor's information out to the masses because it works, people. It works. It's worked for me. I can't even tell you uh, what has transpired literally over the past 30 days that uh, she's been an incredible guide for me on this path of faith and uh, Christian sure. life. Yeah, and so all um, pretty good. I'm just the vessel throwing out the seed. So yeah, but you don't have to do it. She, she's not getting she, she's she's not getting paid to do it, right? She's just doing it. She's just <laughs> doing it. So more power. More power to her, and thank you both. And and uh, is there anything else that you both want to say? And then I'll let you go. I will dismiss you for the uh, <laughs> for the time being. And I guess we're gonna, as far as how we're gonna do another one of these, I have a thing. As I keep saying, I think the the poop is gonna hit the fan uh, really quick, even more so in all of these uh, sections that we talked about today, plus what I talked about on the show earlier, and even in the intro, right there for the breaking news. They're kind of loaded up. Um, so I think we're going to have to have one of these uh, a little bit sooner in June. And as far as how we're going to do part trace, I don't know French tree. I don't know what French is for three. <laughs> is about all I got. I took Spanish. Okay. So uh, part three, part trace, I'm not sure what it's going to be, but it might just be a lot more hardcore because you should be ready by then to handle it. So anything else that you both want to say? And then 
we'll, I will wrap up the show. Yeah, no, I just want to say thank you. It's been an honor, Pastor, to finally get to speak with you. And um, I thank you so much for your wisdom. And um, uh, thank you, Michelle. I'm grateful for your platform. And I love that you're faithfully serving the Lord and fighting for our freedom. So I thank you so much. You're very welcome, my friend. I, I just second that with an, with an amen. And, and it, you know, Michelle, I love you. You know that. And, Lucy, it's really a, just been a, a joy to be on here with you today. And, and thank you for all you're doing and, and, and all the words that you shared today that the Lord gave you. That was just beautiful. And God bless everyone that is listening right now. We just pray for you, and we pray that God will touch you right where you are, that you will turn to him, know that there is nothing you have ever done in your life that Christ didn't pay the price to take that sin away. And there may be somebody out here right now that is hurting, just hurting. I want you to know that God does love you. And he has his arms extended to you right now. And he wants to bring healing to that hurt and to that pain. And I just pray you come to that place. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. All right. Whoa. All right. I'm off in fuego. I'm ready to go. You guys wound me up like one of those toys. And there I and now I got to go finish the show. Um, all right. And uh, I guess that's all she wrote. You uh, Both of you, thank you again so much for your time today. I know we went extra long, but I kind of have a feeling that was going to happen. So I appreciate you both. I love you both very much. And, um, yeah, thank you for taking the time today to uh, deliver an incredible message for people. And uh, I encourage everyone to share this show and, of course, this platform with all your friends, your family. And this is the time, literally, to get in motion. All right, I'm going to let you guys go because uh, i got to wrap it up here. And I can't go past the 4 o'clock mark because they literally shut me off after four hours. And they just like, shut it okay. down. They shut it down. They do. <laughs> and I, got, I, I mean, I can, I can let you – I can leave you guys here and we can talk for more, but I know you got to go. So, um, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, Yeah, all right. So uh, I will let you guys go. Thank you again so much. Um, you, you, you both have impacted, and I'll just say something real per, per personal here. You both have impacted me and my life so much, especially, like I said, when I stalked, I stalked PG back in February of 2021. And then I stumbled across Lucy at one of our leader, uh, LD precinct committee meetings, who happens to live four minutes from me uh, in my actual precinct. <laughs> So I encourage you, and it's a nine-minute bike ride, by the way. That was the one bike ride of exercise that I did, and then my back was sore for four days, okay? So be careful. Nine minutes. Flat. <laughs> that part was totally flat. She had to give me a ride home, okay? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, this is, this is, that's why, that's bike why I don't exercise. <laughs> yeah, you had to put the bike in the car. Okay. So, yeah, that's why I don't exercise. I'm just better at my desk, people. I'm better at my desk. Let me stay here. And uh, it's more effective and efficient for all of you to keep me at this desk. Um, but you really, you, and, and then, well, and then for Lucy, I don't know what, what happened within the past, I don't know, it's been only a couple of weeks where all of a sudden this is all 
kind of uh, come to a head where I just said, all right, I started listening to her and we started talking more about uh, not only like uh, Christianity and life and the Bible, and it's just been, in, it's been intense. I'm literally a totally, I want to say totally different person, better person. So I just want to see, make sure that everybody's listening. Um, if you're fortunate enough to find people like this, that's in your world or in your circle, embrace them, let them know how much you appreciate them. And you're so extremely grateful. And if you don't have them, then seek them out and find them. But again, you have to go to like-minded places, right? So pastor has his own platform so you can listen to him. I mean, you might not be as good a buddies as with me as uh, him and I are, but at least you can get the messages and then uh, go to an LD meeting, precinct committee, man, and go pick up somebody. Like I picked up Lucy in a, cr- in a, in a crowd <laughs> and I was like that one, that's the one I want to talk to. And, um, you know, it's, uh, uh, and that was uh, over a year and a half ago, but we didn't really start having these conversations and taking things to the next level only a couple of weeks ago. So sometimes it takes, Time and when when it's supposed to happen, it's supposed to happen. So, but you got to put yourself around. When Satan came to town, and that's when it started, right? When Satan came to town, because that's when I asked to come on your show to promote the Satan thing, <laughs> and that's when it all started. I think a couple months, like a yeah, month ago. Yeah, that was January. Right? No, that was January. Oh, was it that far away or anything? Wow. Time yeah, flies. when Satan, when Scottsdale went more when Satan, Satan than it already town. is. <laughs> Satan came to town, and you know if you well, scramble the, the word for a long time, you're just coming out. Okay. It's this kind of coming Satan, out party. Satan loves Scottsdale. <laughs> Satan loves Scottsdale. And if you jumble the letters for uh, Satan, it's Santa. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Scottsdale loves Satan. That's the worst part. Scottsdale. Scottsdale. <laughs> There's shirts that says Scottsdale and a little heart, and then it says Satan. So Scottsdale hearts yeah. Satan. <laughs> and, and it was January, January 31st, episode uh, 288. It was January when Satan... We were talking about because he was coming in February. He was coming for the Love Fest weekend, which was um, he was coming for Super Bowl oh, yeah, weekend, and then and then he was coming for the um, Valentine's Day, right? Yes, yeah, the Lupercalia Festival. <laughs> yeah, but he, he lives here in Scotts. He loves Arizona. He's got a sun devil for a mascot. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the land of the five G, amongst other things. I'm echoing. Who's echoing? Yeah. Yeah. One of you. One of you are making me echo in the in the background. All right, so um, okay. you're All both done. still you're both still here. What's going on? I thought you wait, you wait, you're, you're both waiting for me to <laughs> say more nice to, things about you. Waiting for you to release us. You haven't released. And you can go yet. at any time. I, I'm 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 like I'm 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 not a, a tyrannical uh, talk radio show host where I keep you captive. I'm not for I'm not mandating you to be here. <laughs> we am, just am I putting you. a mask on you're you? So awesome. Am I, it's no, you it's too much fun here. It's, it's, we're having too much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, it's like the coolest family room on the planet. You just everybody just kind of piles in, and it's just uh, you know we've got awesome food and beverages, and we've got like really cool people. So um, yeah, that's just that's just how we do it here. And then, and of course the show is twelve o'clock. The talk radio show is twelve o'clock p.m. Pacific time, three p.m. Eastern time. Every Monday we go live, and it's supposed to be three hours. It always leaks over and it lingers afterwards because I just yeah there's too much to share and too many people and I cram so many bodies in like today with 10 people what am I nuts the roommate says Michelle that's too many I said it's never too many there's never enough people that you can put into a show that's what I told him he says you're insane and he walked away from me I said have a nice afternoon see you later but um and then the tv show brighton.tv it's actually you can catch it on Roku also which is 
great. So you can watch it on the regular TV. So it's brighttown.tv, and the TV show is on 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. You guys are still there. You're just listening to me talk. That's okay. That works for me. But I am I am wrapping it up, and I just wanted to, to mention a couple guests that we have coming up on the TV show, which I'm trying to do people on TV and talk radio. So we're going to have Royce White and uh, Dr. Betsy Eads this Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time, and that's live on TV, and you can always tune in, um, like I said, on the Roku. And the, the uh, what I did was all the links for the live links, for the uh, previous podcast links, for all the all the 25 platforms we're on, plus the Rumble and the Getter and the, and the Cloud Hub and all those, and we're adding more. Um, then what what I'm gonna what I have on our Take Action menu, those are all listed there, right? So if you go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, if you say Oh, I want, what's that Dinesh D'Souza one that you had on, that you had him on Brighton? It shows all past Brighton episodes. Or you can go to Rumble on Search. I do my numbers, remember? This is a working warehouse. Like when Home Depot was actually a good working warehouse where it wasn't so uh, corporate, woke, shall I say? Remember, everything woke turns to what, people? That uh, Trump said. So, um, and everything woke is a joke, right? So, you can always go on there and you can watch the past episodes. And the Dinesh D'Souza one is episode 307. The talk radio show version was 311. Uh, and don't forget our buddy Candace. She uh, was uh, episode 313 is her radio version. And 314 is the TV version. Both are, we don't really repeat. So if I have people on both shows, it's either a continuation or we talk about all new stuff. So you're usually not going to get them to say the same thing. And I was trying to get them to give you some scoop. Like I did today with Catherine Engelbrecht, the executive or the founder of True the Vote. So listen to that one again. I have to listen to that one again because when she was talking, I think she said a couple of things that I need to I need to jot down because I was trying to catch her up and get some information about that red folder and that angel. And then uh, they, they both kind of had the same kind of answer because I asked Janesh the same. I think it was sneaky. It was a little uh, it was a little squirrely, but squirrely in a good way. So listen to that. Um, <laughs> and then who would else have coming up? Uh, I've got to, I got to get booking. I got to get some booking. I've been so busy doing other stuff. Oh, uh, so then on the talk radio show, those guys are coming on and we have a whole bunch of amazing guests are coming. That's just, that's just next week, right? So that at least you're covered for next week. Uh, well, the end of this week. And then we're off. I'm actually taking Monday off. I figured since there, I've got so many of these guests, why not give them a break today? Give me a break today. Isn't that the uh, McDonald's? You know, McDonald's, the one that they found the DNA of human beings in the meat in the, in the McDonald's. So they shut down that uh, meat supply company, food supply company. That's what uh, Dr. Betsy Eads had told us. And she was on last Monday. So last Monday's show was Dinesh D'Souza, Dr. Betsy Eads, and Dr. Candace Taylor. And her episode is episode 212. You might want to listen to that one. That was pretty great because she was talking about the covid what's coming and a lot of other great content and information. Um, but then she also comes from a Christian side and a faith side, which that and doctor don't usually go hand in hand, but those are the doctors that you kind of need to have a criteria for moving forward. It's 352. So I'm keeping an eye on the time and I'm not going to pull a Joan Rivers where I'm just going to start the show any minute because we are actually this time wrapping it up. So with all this being said, right. And I know we joke around a lot about things on here because I want to keep it, you keep you entertained, but I also give you incredible quality content. Again, it's all types of uh, resources and take action items to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference, especially in your communities. And I always throw the business aspect in there because you're like, I got to pay my bills. I know. So we're going to give you information to do that. 
but also I want you to get involved with your community because we stopped being involved with our community. We did not do any civic duty or very minimal, and now look what we've got, and we've got to unravel this. And we do that by standing up, speaking up, and showing up, and you can do this together. You can go fly solo. Who wants to do that? Or do you want to go, like I just gave you a perfect example of an amazing person that's probably one of the closest people I have in my life right now that I met at a precinct committee man meeting. And, and look what transpires from that. So go around and be like-minded people. And what, how are we going to make this easy for you, right? We're going to make it so easy for you. We already have a group going, okay? We're having a, we, have a, we have the leaders coming in. We do Tuesday calls with the leaders. And these are patriot leaders from all over the country. And we're doing that to get them in, in the mindset of, of being coming a part of the Save My Freedom movement. And it was uh, the, the reason why we're, we're doing it with them first and then the, 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 the rest of us, all the rest of us group, anybody that wants to be a part of it, is going to be the, the, the virtual Zoom meetings. And I, and I know Zoom and then all, the, all these other, you know, these apps, these Nazi apps. It is, it's just a fact of life. It doesn't matter. And I said if they want to get your information, they can go get it at any time they want. So there's, there's no safe place, right? We thought DuckDuckGo was safe, and that's not. You think Rumble's all that great? No, they censor. They censor my content and whatever. Uh, and notifications. Oh, so like, but do it anyway. You guys still have to go through these motions. It's just like voting. Yes. Does your vote count? Eh, not really, but you still got to do it because at some point in the game of this whole cluster, somebody is going to be able to take the information and they're going to, because there was fraud beyond belief, right? I'm just giving you an example. And then it's 354 because I want to, I'm really, I am wrapping up before because they get thrown off the air at four, which I'm sure they love that. Right? And the platform's like, oh my God, she's finally done. Um, but at some point in, in, in the game here, I don't know when, don't know who, somebody's actually going to take information because they have all the fraud, right? Because it's in the machines and somebody else they have copies of it and all that. Or, or it doesn't matter who at this point, right? So they have all that. So at some point that is actually going to move forward and people will eventually get uh, in jail or, or whatever it's going to be. So you have to always vote. Keep that in mind. You have to go vote. And um even though it, technically they can change it. And they probably will for now, but it doesn't matter because at some point that, that all this will end up being uh, revealed, shall we say. Actually, it's already been revealed, but the right people that actually can do something legally with it will take that information. So again, the, 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 the point of, of uh, many of us, and I know I, I jump around because there's so much to share and I'm trying to keep an eye on the clock at all the times. And there's, yes, there's 10 people throwing stuff at me. So I, yeah, I'm kind of jumping jumping around, but I'll bring it back together. So um, make sure you vote, get involved with the primaries. Do not give money to the RNC, the GOP, any of these big PACs or any of these big organizations for that matter. They don't need it. You know, if you know that they get millions of dollars and I'm going to name a whole bunch here in Arizona, you don't need to support them. You support small groups like the ones that we work with, the ones that are part of the Save My Freedom movement. Even Catherine, she's like, we don't, <laughs> they don't get a lot of money, right? So their average donation is $42. Those are the groups that you support, but you also don't have to, to any of these groups that, that you get involved with, you don't have to give them the money. You could just put in the sweat equity that we talked about. But it's, the whole point is you have to participate, you have to show up, because you can't complain about how bad things are if you're not doing that, because you're so busy doing everything else. What, and it doesn't matter what the everything else is. It is at the point right now that you there's not a person out there in this country that has a legitimate excuse as to why they're not showing up in some capacity and participating in their community. And that doesn't have to be physically. It can be digitally. Like I said, go ahead and share. Just And if anything you do is they tell three people to watch the movie 2000 Meals, 2000 Meals.com. 
tell three people to listen to the interview that I did with the two with the Nash or the one with Catherine. Just share this show in general. Share this faith portion that the Joshua on three fifty seven. I keep an eye on the clock. Just share this portion then. That's that's all that's that's what we're asking. Those little things. But then when you realize there's an impact and then maybe you're like, Oh, well what's in it for me? I always say, Okay, well what's in it for me? What have you done for me lately, Miss Janet Jackson? You know what? I'm giving you all the content. I'm giving you the resources. I'm giving you a group. I'm giving you an amazing group to be a part of. This is uh, the Save My Freedom Movement. And then, then I'm wrap, i got to wrap it up. It's 3, 3.57. They're going to kick me off. And as I said, you're going to stand up. You're going to speak up. You're going to show up. We want you to become the 3.0 version of YOU in your personal, professional, financial, and your faith lives, right? You're going to regain your God-given rights, freedoms, and countries because we're on a precipice here. We're on the breaking point. The couple of little freedoms you have left, they are not going to stick around for a while because there's too many evil beings, demonic and here on planet, that are in different elected elite positions, selected elite positions. These non-leaders, they're leadership placeholders that are controlling your life. And if you haven't seen that for the past two and a half years, I'm not going to, it's not going to be clear to you. So I know that you know that, but you're like, what do I do? You come join us, right? As I keep saying, we're motivating the masses to get off their asses. Because they're like, what do I do? Where do I go? Come join us, okay? You're going to go to everythinghomeaboutus.com. You're going to join the newsletter for the Save My Freedom Movement. And I do get censored through constant contact, but it's not as bad as social media, right? I hate it all over there. And then you're going to join our meetup group, which is weekly, starting in the first week of June. And it's going to be 9 a.m. on Thursdays. And I'm dragging people like Lucy DeGrazia to talk at it. And uh, then uh, Pastor Greg. And uh, a lot of the amazing guests that you see on our show, I'm going to be able to get Catherine to come back on. So, I mean, we're going to talk all different topics. It's all business, life, and community, right? And that's, and faith is part of the community, but I needed three letters, right? Because it's BLC. Take action, BLC. Every day you're going to start, you're going to pray, you're going to plan, you're going to take action. So I need you to do that. And I'm going to do that. For you. You're doing it for yourself, right? You're going to do it for yourself because it is all about uh, promoting yourself and getting engaged with the people. You're talking about your business, your different groups, your organizations, your influences, you know, being a part, uh, and uh, we're going to have a media there. So how do you be around like-minded people? You literally got to show up. So we put it all together, and now you just you just need to go. That's all. It's very simple. So to save my freedom movement, go to everythinghomeaboutus.com. You can also text ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N, to 91776, and it's free. Oh, so now you have no excuses. Now you know. Tell your friends. Invite your friends. Only cool people allowed, right? We don't want the uncool. <laughs> you know who you are. Now, remember, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies that called. It's the Joshua moment. This is our Joshua moment, our time. Joshua 159. Go to us.com and uh, all the information that you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. It's there. And it's not, it's not just us. It's everybody that's been a part of this platform. And... Uh, I am wrapping it up now. It's time to renew our faith, restore our republic. Once you commit, everything changes. Put on your common sense caps and try to leave them on all day. And what you need to do is sleep in them. And that is it. I think we are officially over. Yeah, they kicked me off. We're processing this show now. But I'm still streaming. <laughs> I didn't watch the clock, but that's okay. I got all the information in there. It's not a big deal. Uh, so I'm just going to play the music for the recording and then we're, Oh, I can't even do that. Yeah. So I'm done guys. I'm done. You don't get the recording. You don't get the, uh, the bugs life segment and you don't get any of that information. You don't get the intros. You don't get the outros and you don't get the music. Oh, what are you going to do? 
They really did cut it off at four. All right, so that's it. Tune in Friday at brighteon.tv at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. And let's do this together. Let's uh, again, you can go, go solo. Who would want to do solo? We've got amazing people that are part of this group. Savemyfreedom.us, everythinghomeaboutus.com. That's it. So uh, I got no music. I got nothing else. The show is over. As my dad used to say at the end of the day, when he wants us to come in from playing, because that's all we did was play outside. Remember from the days when people just played outside? He would go to the, we'd, we'd be on the deck, and he would go out, and he would yell, the day is over, which was our clue to come in. We'd come in, and eat a little treat, take our baths, and uh, war. That's when we were young. But then we got a little older, we got a little smarter, we realized he fell asleep. So, he would fall asleep and we would scoot back out. So, but this time it's really, it's really done. The show is over. All right. Have a great week. We're going to start doing a bunch of live stuff. A lot of amazing people that are going to be part of the group. We're going to have more live deals. The new studio is almost done. It'll be done by next week. And um, we're off next Monday, but I'll run a, uh, uh, I'll do, I'll do something special. I'll run some special for the Memorial Day weekend. Make sure you spend that with some family and friends and enjoy it. Be memorable. It's Memorial Day weekend for the people who have died that have served in the military. And again, um, one other quick thing, and um, just go check out our store, the Everything Home Socially Conscious Marketplace. Go to everythinghomeaboutus.com and you'll see that on the Take Action menu. Go buy some amazing stuff. You got your flag shirt discount now. If you want to go buy amazing patriotic gear, there's five different companies uh, flag shirt company is Steve Stern. He's now doing a 10% discount. Use promo code HOME10. Mike Lindell's on there. Promo code HOME for my pillow. There's 110 different products. They got buy one, get one specials all the time now. You need your Zeb Zelenko supplements for detox to do, um, boost your immune system. And you need food, people. My Patriot Supply is on there too. You get discounts if you use our links. And again, 2 to 20% of your total purchase price is donated to our nonprofit partners and groups. We love the groups more so than sometimes these nonprofits. You got to you gotta go ahead and be, be swarthy with them, right? Uh, because some of them are just like the NGOs, money laundering operations. So, um, and then we're doing it to the groups that are that, uh, supporting Best Pets, Kids, and Freedom. Uh, so go check out the amazing stuff on that. You'll be very happy. You'll get discounts that you normally don't get if you go there. Plus, you are all, it's all about community-powered philanthropy. And as money gets tight, you don't necessarily have as much money to donate, but you could still help these groups out because you're buying products and services you normally do. We just set up this website in order to generate the donation. So it's not costing you extra money. And you're helping out the groups that you want to support anyway. So, again, pray, plan, take action. This is our time, our Joshua moment to save America and ourselves. Joshua 1, 5 to 9. And this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I got no extras, no, no, no music. They shut me off. It's still recording. Uh, and that is all she wrote. I, I don't think I can even do the music, right? No, I can't. <laughs> Show is over. The day is over. Have a great week. Tune in on uh, Brighton.tv Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Uh, yeah, so that's it. This, you're going to have one more dose of me, then you're going to be off on Monday, and then, oh, my God, a whole week? Uh, don't worry. That following week, that first week that, oh my God, it's the first week of June. We're going to stick in. Don't worry. I think that's where we're going to start doing more of our live stuff because that studio is going to be done. 
And uh, that's all she wrote. We're out of here. You've been listening to Everything Homes special segment, Stories Needing Sharing, with Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off.